0: The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, and they show us the way of salvation. Verse 18, And this she did many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And the Spirit came out the same hour. And when her master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers. They brought them to the magistrate saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. They lied on them. Verse 21. And teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, And the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, he thrust them into the inner prison. The inner prison is the worst part of the prison. And made their feet fast into the stocks. And at midnight, somebody said midnight. Oh, i can't hear you somebody say midnight or say it louder across somebody said midnight Midnight. at midnight paul and silas prayed and praised they sang praises unto god and the prisoners heard them it wasn't a silent prayer and suddenly somebody says suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately, somebody say immediately, immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone, somebody say everyone, everyone's bands were loosed. Can you say amen? Now let me jump right to verse 30. Let me jump right to verse 30. You know let me continue from there let me continue from there but i'm going to take it now from the new living translation the jail from verse 27 now the jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. he assumed that all the prisoners had escaped so he drew his sword to kill himself but paul shouted to him stop don't kill yourself we're all here so the jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before paul and silas And he brought them out and asked, sir, what must I do to be saved? So they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved, you along with everyone in your house. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his house. Even at that hour of the night, the jailer cared for them, washed their wounds. He and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his house, set a meal before them. And he and his entire house, somebody say entire house His entire household Rejoiced because they all believed God Say amen somebody On this final day of this great conference This morning we'll be talking about what I titled Bring it home tell your neighbor bring it home bring the blessing home bring the blessing home bring it home let us pray for a minute lord help us like only you can we have gathered at your feet to learn of you strengthen bless inspire revive us and inspire us anew and afresh pour your spirit out like only you can we give you praise and glory In Jesus' precious name, amen. Before you see it again, turn to five more people and tell them, bring the blessing home. Tell them. You may be seated. The Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14. That the New Testament believer has access to the blessing of Abraham. Abraham because of the finished works of Christ. It is important that you understand the details of the covenant that you have access to. The blessing of Abraham has five components. A component of a relationship with God, being a friend of God, being able to walk with God. Of longevity of life it doesn't mean living to be 200 years old it means living long enough to fulfill your kingdom purpose the covenant of health that is the will of God for you to be strong and healthy it's not God's will for you to be sick the covenant of wealth that it is God's will for you to have enough resources to meet your needs and last but not the least it's what theologians call fecundity it means to be fertile it means that God's will is for you to be fertile and that's why we celebrate all of you wonderful mothers and mothers-to-be to be fertile as a New Testament creature It's much more than just having natural children. It also encompasses having spiritual children. People that you've ministered to. People that you brought into the kingdom. We were speaking on Friday night. That your primary purpose in the kingdom of God. Your primary purpose in the kingdom of God. Is to bring souls to Jesus. And that purpose has twofold. There is a go and tell, which is you going to the wall to tell them what Jesus has done for you in your neighborhood, in your family, in your profession, at your workplace. Go and tell. And there's the come and see which is you inviting them jesus in fact told us go to the highways and byways and compel them to come into the house so they can receive the mighty blessings that you have received and we share that for you to succeed with doing that you must have a soul winning vision say that with me you must have a soul winning vision It is not optional to be fruitful in the kingdom of God. It is a commandment. Jesus commands us to be fruitful. He craves for us to be fruitful. We'll go on yesterday to talk about the fact that we need to mature. And for us to mature, we have to feed on the word of God by meditating. Studying and meditating the word of God. So that we come into a place of maturity. Because you cannot be fruitful maximally until you become mature. The reason for all of this, child of God you must understand is because God is a God of family family means everything to God even in our secular world you will always see that men of prominence and men of affluence are usually men that are committed to family The blessings we enjoy will always be circumvented anytime we show a callous disregard for family. Life, at the end of the day, we almost understand, is a relay race. A relay race. You know a relay race? You pick up the baton and you must hand over the baton. And success in life is that when I hand over the baton, I hand it over better than how I have received it. May you hand over the baton better to your children and children's children than how you have received it in Jesus' mighty name. That's what success really is. Success is not in, having a mil- it's not in being a multi-millionaire Because there are many multimillionaires that are miserable Success is not in being popular and famous and having many degrees Because there are so many of those people that are completely unfulfilled Success is me I got the baton one day And with the time and talent and resources that God has given me I made sure but by the time it was ready for me to hand over the baton I handed better than how I got it. Say amen somebody because God is a God of family you see and in that story the jailer that was responsible for beating Paul and Silas almost to death By the time God intervened, the same jailer, the same jailer, an incredible story, came and told them, what must I do to be saved? Somebody in here, the people that have been tormenting you, the people that have been gossiping about you, the people that have been abusing you, if you refuse to give up, And you will continue to serve the Lord I assure you as much as I stand there today that the day is coming that those same people will come to you and they will tell you pray for me they will tell you help me they will tell you how do I know your God God is going to do it for you in Jesus name but it was not enough for just the jailer because the blessing was not complete For just the man the Bible says it was the man and his entire house every time you see house in the King James it means family the house of Jacob the house of Joseph the house of David it simply means the family of Jacob the family of Joseph the family of David because God is a God of family and the blessing the blessing it's not really complete until we bring the blessing home tell your neighbor again for me tell them bring it home bring it home the story is an interesting story it starts out with the disciples going to a place of prayer. And as they proceeded to a place of prayer, they will receive an attack of the enemy because Satan will always attack you every time you decide you want to pray. He will not bother you when you're going to watch the black stars. Is it the black stars? He won't bother you. I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with going to watch the Black Stars. But you going to do that does not bother the enemy's kingdom, so he will not bother you. He will not care if you are on your way to watch the volleyball game. But every time you decide you want to go to the house of God to pray, Satan must attack you because the devil knows once you begin to pray you will evict him from every place in your house can you say amen your miracle is at the mercy of your prayer he knows that he has to back up and back out when he encounters a man or a woman who will lift up their voice to God in prayer, and so they were in a place of prayer. This young lady, who had the spirit of the devil, she would she would try to distract them. Hear what she was saying: These are the servants of the Most High, and they show us the way of salvation. And what she was saying was true They were the servants of the most high God And they did show us the way of salvation But she was not speaking by the spirit of God She was speaking by the spirit of the devil Because it is not everything that speaks truth That is of truth Oh, uh, talk to me, God. Akra Did you hear what I just said? All of your wicked psychic spirits, don't you know that is a spirit of witchcraft and is the antichrist spirit? Don't be fooled when they tell you your great grandmother's middle name. They will. They will tell you the street where your great grandfather and your great grandmother first started out to date, and you go out and ask them, and they will confirm you. Oh, but don't you ever think it's God? It's a familiar spirit. In fact, the Bible warns us that in these last days, even the elect are threatened to be deceived with lying signs and wonders because it is not everything that is supernatural that is of God. Are you listening to me, children of God? They will try to deceive you. It will be supernatural. It will be miraculous. But it is not of God. Because Jesus said, You know them not by their suit, but by their fruit. Because usually underlines such lying, though supernatural spirits, is money their ultimate interest is after your money for their greed that's why they will never ask you to call with regular number it will always be 900 number because so that they can they can take your money it will always be lying down here for a hundred dollar prophecy so that they can take your money because the things of God are freely given and they must be freely received. Anybody putting money condition for you to receive anything spiritual is a fraud. Jesus said freely have you received freely you must give say amen somebody and don't you ever allow lying wicked spirits move you away from a great ministry such as this where we have impeccable leaders with unquestionable unquestionable character god has brought you home he has brought us home and he has called us to build this house together for his glory as a testament for his truth and an announcement against wicked men who are preying on god's people woe be unto them in jesus name They do our God a disservice. They give our God a terrible reputation. That's why we that are of truth must stand up and stand firm. So let them know that that's not the gospel. The Bible says that she did this for many days, and one day Paul was grieved. That this girl is being used. By wicked men to make money. And he commanded the spirit to come out of her. And he delivered her from that wicked tormenting spirit. That I controlled and consumed her destiny. Because of the wickedness of men. The Bible says that when. The men. The evil wicked men. So that the hope of their gain was gone They got a hold of Paul and Silas and they beat them and they almost beat them to death They lied on them Some of you have been through misery Because you called on the name of the Lord You were rejected in your own family All because you came to a great church like Fountain Gate. I come to let you know don't lose hope. Don't give up. Welcome to the club. Jesus said the servant must not be greater than the master. If he suffered for righteousness sake, you must suffer for righteousness righteousness sake too. Say amen somebody let me tell you something sometimes bad things happen to us for doing good i know you don't want to hear that i know you don't want to listen i'll rather tell you the truth and shame the devil go and ask job he went through his predicament not because he was a bad guy but because he was a good guy And sometimes to test your faithfulness and the integrity of your heart, God will allow you to go through a tough time, not because God does not love you, but because God wants to know that you're serving Him, not because of comfort, not because of convenience, but because of conviction and character. Am I talking to anybody? you know you're mature you know you're mature when you say come hell or high water I'm going to serve the Lord that's how you separate baby Christians from mature Christians because baby Christians serve God because of the blessing Baby Christians serve God because of the music. Baby Christians serve God because of the inspirational preaching. Baby Christians serve God because they wanted to pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, my name is Jimmy. Baby Christians serve God and they come to church only on Sunday. uh oh. Do you still love me? I was doing good until I said that one. But my church Christians, they serve God because he's God. They serve God because He's good. They serve God because He's still on the throne. They serve God because He's still in the driver's seat of my life. They serve God regardless of situations and circumstances. They serve God regardless of what the doctor said. They serve God regardless of what the lawyer said. They serve God regardless of what's in my bank account. They serve God because they have determined me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Job said, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. It wasn't God that took away from him, it was the devil. But he thought it was the Lord. But even in spite of his misperception of the situation. He said, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm still going to serve him. I'm still going to praise him. I'm still going to honor him. Things are not going the way I thought they should go. They are not going the way I planned they should go. They are not going the way I envisioned they will go. They are not going the way way I prayed it will go. But I'm still going to serve him. My husband is not doing what I thought he would do when I dreamt I was married him. But I'm still going to serve God. The children are becoming a huge disappointment to how I raised them. But I'm still going to serve God. That company has been abusive to me. And they have not treated me the way they should. But I'm still going to serve the Lord. So the Bible says, After they've beaten these boys for doing an incredible act of deliverance. Deliverance service, they just did. And the reward they got for orchestrating a deliverance service was being beaten almost to death. New Testament, book of Acts. And the Bible says... They commanded the jailers to put them, not just in prison, in the inner prison The inner prison is the worst part of the prison In every prison, they have the inner prison Where they put the murderers, the rapists, the child molesters the, 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 It's the most horrible part for the most horrible crime They don't put general population prison there, no They put the worst prisoners and for delivering a young girl. Because men can be wicked. Isn't it funny that if you call yourself a Muslim. And you call yourself a Buddhist. Or you call yourself a Hindu. Nobody seems to care. But once you say you are a Christian. People will just hate you for no reason at all. And you ought to understand that th- that is because being a christian it does something that angers the devil the people who have the Antichrist spirit they, all you want to do is do good all you want to do is help people all you want to do is bring them the kingdom of God all you want is for them to enjoy the peace and the joy of the Lord like you like you have yet they are hating you religious people they are angry that you're building church can you imagine people are angry that we have chosen to use our money to build a house for our god what's your business with what we do with our money it's not your money the government didn't give us the money it's not from your taxes you did what you want to do with your money you went to booze you went to bar you went to club and there you are drinking yourself to death your liver is bad your wife hates you your children hate you You you're a disgrace to the community you're a disgrace to society and yet you have not learned and there you are speaking against us who are using our money to build a house for god so that people can come and receive grace and receive strength and receive deliverance So they put them in the worst part of the prison. Child of God, I wish, I wish I could tell you that for coming to church this morning, as soon as you step out, somebody will hand you a million CDs. I wish I could tell you that. If I told you that, that would be a lie. I'd much rather tell you the truth At the risk of never seeing you again. And lie to you. Just because I want to prey on you. Sometimes. Sometimes. Terrible things happen. All because we have chosen. To live for God. Are you listening to me? And so, there they were, in the worst part of the prison And you see, every one of us, it happens to every one of us Every time we are mistreated And we undergo injustice Because to me, there was no greater injustice than what was done to these disciples There's a feeling of anger and outrage And sometimes if we're not careful Despondency When people wrongfully judge you Over something that they should not have In fact sometimes they wrongfully judge you Because you're a Christian They wrongfully judge you Because of the color of your skin They wrongfully judge you Because of the family you came from they wrongfully judge you because of your height, your weight, the way you look, and all of these foolish things that men use to judge men. Injustice. The temptation is to become introspective and begin to feel sorry for ourselves. And begin to murmur and complain. Lord, why me? Why me? Why is it me that served you? Why is it me? When I got saved, I was born and raised a Muslim. When I got saved, my first chair in medical school, I thought my family would be glad for me. No, they were mad at me. It was the strangest thing. Because before we knew the Lord, we would go and take my daddy's cars... Behind his back. And drive it like crazy on the streets of Lagos. It's a miracle that we did not die. You know, sometimes God protected you before you came to him. Did you know that? Uh, His protection did not just start when you started coming to church. you know why? because God has seen your future before you enter the future and even though you were living like a fool and carrying on like an idiot and behaving like the devil incarnate and all of us thought God should kill you and put you in hell God saw what none of us could see God saw an evangelist. God saw an apostle. Because while we were looking at your now, God was looking at your future. So God stood between you and death. God stood between you and hell. God said he belongs to me. Though she's carrying on like a prostitute, she's still my own. I have use for her. So God protected you. And God preserved you not because you were righteous not because you were moralistic but because god had a use for your life people did what you did they died people did what you did they had hiv people did what you did they lost their mind people did what you did they were locked up in a psychiatric ward but it was god that protected you that preserved you that kept you somebody ought to stand up and give god a praise when did you know when you did not know better choir when you did not know you could sing when you did not know you could praise when you could not find your voice in god that god preserved you that god sustained you that god provided for you oh somebody give the lord a round of applause Be seated for a minute, please. And uh, so I thought my daddy would be happy. At least I don't come and steal his cars anymore. No, he was angry. Sometimes life can be like that. And so the Bible said, this is important, don't miss this, don't miss this. What do you do when men have been unjust to you? What do you do when you have been good, but they have been wicked and abusive to you? What do you do when life has not turned right, even though you did something right? what do you do the bible says at midnight somebody say midnight i can't hear you across say midnight at midnight midnight is the darkest part of the night midnight is not just indicative of a literal midnight it's a metaphorical midnight It means when I've heard the worst news it means when the doctor said this is incurable it means when my financial advisor said you have to file for bankruptcy somebody say midnight the Bible says as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest day and night cold and heat summer and winter shall not cease I wish I could tell you that you can pray the night away but it makes no difference how much a prayer warrior you are night is common to every human if you do not want night ask God to kill you and take you to heaven there's no night there But as long as you're here with us on earth You don't pray for the night You learn what you need to do when it is night Say Amen somebody And you understand that no night lasts forever Say that with me, no night lasts forever Say Say it again, no night lasts forever That's important, say it again, no night lasts forever Somebody in here, the enemy has convinced you that your night is eternal. That devil is a liar. I come to let you know as real as i am this morning that if you will stand strong in god that night will turn today in jesus name that wrong news will turn to great news in jesus name that terrible abuse will turn to amazing victory in jesus name because the bible tells us day must follow night i beg you in god's name do not make a permanent decision all because you're going through a terrible situation somebody in here, you want to go to a divorce lawyer because your husband is acting crazy don't make the mistake of throwing him away because god is not done with him yet you have to understand you are just still at night and day is coming again say amen somebody But what must I do at midnight? You must do what Paul and Silas did. The Bible says at midnight, when the temptation was to feel sorry for themselves and the proclivity was to feel, Lord, why are we here with murderers and rapists for conducting a deliverance service? Why is this happening to me when I yielded my life over to God? That's not what they did. They got up at midnight. (laughs) They began to pray and they began to praise. Do I have any saints in the house? Who will say that at midnight? Listen to me, it's wonderful to praise God at midday. People who do not know God will praise God at midday. My mother was a Muslim, she praised God at midday. When I graduated medical school, she, eh, I'm now a doctor's mother. She prayed God at midday. When we got married, she praised God at midday you don't need any faith to praise god at midday when you get the promotion and you're praising that's a midday praise when you get the miracle and you're rejoicing which is good that's a midday rejoicing but every now and again god wants a midnight praise ah oh my god who am i talking to it is what we call a sacrifice of praise. You see, the midday praise is an offering of praise. The Bible says, "Let everything that has breath praise God." Even the leaves and the trees, even the animals, they will all bow at the majesty of our God at midday. <laughs> but it is the people of faith it is what separates the champions from the chumps it is what separates the winners from the losers the losers will whine they will complain they will feel sorry for themselves at midnight but the winners know this is my opportunity to praise god do i have anybody who refuses to waste their opportunity to praise and pray to the lord At midnight, Paul and Silas, they prayed and they praised. Choir, can I beg you, never allow anything that men may do or the devil may do to stop you from coming to lead the people of God into praise. I know sometimes you're there smiling and you're rejoicing while you're going through pain. And the people may not know but Jehovah knows and the Jehovah that knows will reward you like only him can hallelujah they prayed and praised it was not a silent prayer there's no such thing as a silent prayer a silent prayer is not scriptural it's not biblical you have not prayed and you have not praised until you open your mouth to pray and praise it is not enough for you to think a praise, you have to say a praise. Praise the Lord. If you have been married long enough like I have, you will be a fool to think, my wife shall know that I love her because of the things I do. You know how we men think. We feel we love her, but we feel it's a waste of time to tell her I love you because she should know that I love her because I paid the rent right because I took the children to school because I bought the car that she's using now she's not satisfied I assure you in Jesus name if you do not tell her you love her in one week there will be big trouble in that house and God help you if you forget her birthday I know you do not care if we forget your birthday But if you dare forget her birthday or your wedding anniversary I cannot help you, you need God for that one Say man, somebody amen. Women are wonderful creatures I could say it another way but they will be mad at me So let me say it the appropriate way Women are wonderful creatures Pastor Ali said to us and rightfully so That woman does not mean war unto man It means a man with a womb Because women are incredible incubators They are When you give a woman something She never gives you back the way you gave it to her Never She takes it She incubates it and she gives you back in a greater form. She's a man with a womb. Give her a house, go to work, come back, and it will shock you because she has turned the house into a home. A man with a womb. Give her groceries, go to work. Come back, it will shock you the meal she has prepared from the groceries you gave her. A man with a womb. If you give me groceries and I cook, you better do not eat it because you will end up in the hospital. Praise the Lord. She will give you a delicious meal. Give her a sperm. Come back in nine months, she will hand you a child. Give her some trouble. Praise the Lord. Then don't you, don't you, don't you think that she's the devil's daughter? No, it's because of the seed you sowed, and she's a she's an incubator. She has to incubate it and give you back, but not in the way you gave it. Oh. You get the seed that you sow. You get the seeds that you sow. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Do you know why she's like that? Because she's made in the image and likeness of God because your God is like that. (laughs) El Shaddai does not just mean the God of more than enough. El Shaddai also means the multi-breasted one. Because God is not just masculine, there's also a feminine part to our God. He's masculine enough to give the seed that gave birth to you, but he's feminine enough to nurture you and to win you into maturity. Because God is both man and woman. Anybody follow me in this screen? And the reason why a woman needs to hear you, tell her I love you. Tell her I'm committed to you. Tell her, I'm, she needs to hear you say. Somebody here, you're wondering, why is there so much problem in my house with all that I'm doing? I'm, I'm, I'm helping you. You say, Pastor, I don't feel like doing it. Who cares about what you feel? Do you only go to work when you feel like going to work? You do it because you have to do it. You do it because you don't want no wahala in the house. You all know what wahala is. just as your wife your daughter your niece needs to hear you tell them I love you so does your God needs to hear you tell him I love you he's not satisfied god is not satisfied with you just thinking a praise he wants you to say a praise he wants you to say a prayer he wants you to open up your mouth and talk to him he wants you to express your heart to him he wants you to tell him how you feel about him god delights in the praises of his people God is not like man that is impressed with who designed your suit or how many bedrooms your house has or what position you have in the company. None of those things impress God. God does not inhabit the upper and the palatial, no. If you want to know my address, my address is 3319 Wild River Drive, Richmond, Texas 77406. That's where I live. If you want to know God's address, God lives in the praises of his people. Makes no difference you are in a one-room abode at the worst part of Accra or you're in a six-bedroom mansion in Tarasco, is it Tarasco? Trazaco, Trazaco that's where you're going, Trazaco in Jesus name if you will kneel and begin to praise God God will come where you are at. He lives in the praises of his people. Praise attracts God. Just like praise attracts men. If you want the best out of your husband, you know, I spoke about the wives. I'm an equal opportunity rebuker. Can I talk to you, sisters? Instead of you nagging him over the wrong in his life, start praising him over the right in his life. Start praising him for paying the rent. Start praising him for taking the children to school. Start praising him because men run away from nagging Men run to praises. Men are attracted to respect. Men gravitate towards people who show them regards. That's how men are. So don't you think your husband is a bad man? Your husband is just being a man. You do not want his secretary to respect him more than you respect him. Because if you do... Praise the Lord. So at midnight. At midnight they were praising. And they were praising God. They were praying. And they were praising God. And the Bible says suddenly. Somebody say suddenly. I can't hear you. Say suddenly. That's how your breakthrough is going to come. Say suddenly. Somebody in here is about to get a sudden miracle. Say suddenly. Ah uh, most miracles that Jesus did they were preceded with three words suddenly straightway and immediately <laughs> because somebody here you are at the precipice of a sudden breakthrough somebody shout suddenly suddenly In the twinkle of an eye, God is going to turn your night to day. As you begin to pray and you begin to praise, somebody shouts suddenly. No wonder the enemy wants to kill your prayer and your praise because Satan wants to destroy your sudden destiny but if I were you I'll refuse to listen to the devil and I will say I must praise God while I still have life in me I must praise God regardless of my situation and circumstance I must praise God even though things are not going too right I must praise God at my midnight hour because when you praise God at midnight God will visit you suddenly somebody shout suddenly Because when you praise him like I told you he comes and when God comes he has to shake the place God does not come just to have a pity party with you God comes to change the situation around that's the kind of God we serve let me warn you if you choose to serve God if you choose to serve men when you go to work they have to pay you at the end of a week Or at the end of two weeks Or at the end of a month They have to They must If they don't pay you, you need to report them It's the right thing to do Because that's what you are supposed to get When you serve men When you serve God, it's not like that It's not like that, I have to warn you I have to warn you, it's not like that because you serve him for a day, he won't do anything. Because God is not logical. God is not logical. You serve him for a week, for two weeks, he won't do anything. Quiet, are you listening to me? Serve him for a month, faithful, you won't see anything. For two months, you won't see anything. Because he wants to know that you're serving him for the right reason. <laughs> oh God. Five months, you won't see anything. Then one day, somebody say one day. See, we forget. Even you, you have forgotten. But God never forgets, He will go back from the day you started and it will start counting everything you've done the day you swept the church the day you led the choir the day you led the prayer the day you invited a soul the day you served god the day when you didn't see any blessing when you didn't see any reward when you didn't see any, any profit god will go all the way back and he will pay you for every single thing he will pay you with interest oh god To three people, tell them God is going to pay you. God is going to pay you. Let me tell you something about the God we serve. The God we serve, Hebrews 11, verse 6, the Bible says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder. Somebody shout, Rewarder. Reward of them that diligently, not casually, not occasionally, not sometimesly, but Those that diligently, when you become a diligent seeker of God, God said, I will pay you for seeking me. And can I tell you something about men? Men who were not there, when you were serving God in obscurity, When God blesses you for what you did in obscurity, they say, why are you living in a house like that? Why are you driving a car? Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Just tell them God gave it to you. Praise the Lord. God gave it to me when you were not there. When you were living like a fool and I was serving God, you were not there. God was there. And he has chosen to pay me for serving him. Give God a round of applause. Let me close. Let me close. So the Bible says, they were praying and praising at midnight. God visited the jail. (laughs) Some of us won't go to jail. We will go to Trasaco if one of the black star uh, uh, professional invites us. We will go. But the jailhouse, we won't go. God is not like that. He visited them in jail, not because it was a jail cell, but because they were praising and praying to him. And when God comes, he comes with his deliverance. He comes with his breakthrough. He comes with his mighty power. He comes with his anointing. He comes with his peace. He comes with his joy. He comes with his favor. Oh, somebody say, the Lord cometh, the Lord cometh. So the Lord came. And suddenly, there was an earthquake. The Bible says immediately every door was opened because there's no earthly door that is strong enough to stop the inflow of our God I don't care what door men have been building against you it makes no difference how evil their plan has been against you no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper it shall not prosper I didn't say it shall not be planned though it may be planned but it will not work tell two people it won't work it won't work It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. Thank you Jesus. No door, no earthly door that is strong enough to hold back our God. So God came. And the doors were flung open. Now watch this. It was just Paul and Silas praying and praising God. In fact, I have a feeling the other prisoners were making fun of them. Look at those Jesus freaks. (laughs) At least I'm here because I committed armed robbery. You're here because you delivered a girl. Aren't you a fool? Sometimes Satan will tell you that. Make you feel like a loser for for serving God. Men will tell you that. Make you feel defeated. Defeated. For naming the name of the Lord. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. These disciples did not listen to them. I beg you in God's name, don't listen to them. When deliverance came, just Paul and Silas praying and praising God. But when the deliverance hit, it hit the whole house. It it hit the whole prison. It hit the whole jail cell. Including the robber, The rapist, the murderer, I know that's hard for you to receive But everyone that was privileged to be close to them (laughs) The Bible says he that walks with the wise shall be wise Let me tell you something, if you're not blessed, find people that are blessed and start walking with them Because blessing is contagious Oh God, you have come to a great church, Fountain Gate. If you serve here long enough, that blessing will come upon you in Jesus' name. When the deliverance hit, everybody's chain in the prison was set loose. As a result of you praising God, in the midnight, when the deliverance comes, it's not just coming for you. Did you hear me, child of God? It is coming for your house. Oh, uh, let me, your unsaved daughter, your wayward son, your wicked husband. Uh, your niece who does not care about jesus your aunt who wants nothing to do with god god will protect preserve and bless them because you are praising god in the midnight hour you didn't hear what i said can i go deeper when god blesses a man he does not just bless the man he blesses his house I told you he's a God of family That's why you hear over and over The house of Jacob, the house, family, family Because God is a God of family I'm bringing this to a close So as a result of you perpetuating righteousness At the appropriate time when the blessing comes It will come to everyone that's related to you whether intimately or remotely Everything in your house is going to be blessed. I did not say everyone. I said everything. Somebody say everything. 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 Not just every human. Your mother, if she's in the house, you'll be blessed because of you. Your grandma, if she's in the house, the whole house. And if you're blessed to have a praying mother or a praying grandmother, don't you know that the house is being preserved because of their prayers everything somebody say everything every human will be blessed let me go deeper somebody say everything if you have a dog in the house the dog will be blessed a cat it will be blessed if you have a goldfish or a frog in the house it will be blessed let me go deeper if there's a cockroach in the house if there's an ant in the house so if you don't want a cockroach or an ant to be blessed you better get pest control don't you know there's a difference between the cockroach in the house of the blessed and the house of the cursed you don't know cock in the hands of the blessed. Fat in fat! Cannot walk. Cannot walk. <laughs> Somebody shout, Bless, 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 bless. bless, bless, bless. That's what God is going to do. He's going to bless everything that comes out of your loins. He's going to bless your children. Your children's children. Your children's children's children. God is going to give you a blessing you cannot finish spending. God is going to bring a blessing to your household. God is going to bring your chil- a blessing to your king. Everything in the house is going to be blessed. Somebody shout, bring it home. Bring it home bring it home bring it home bring it home stand on your feet with me bring it home bring it home hallelujah hallelujah open up your mouth and talk to God open up your mouth and talk to God for somebody today is a midday of praise